Welcome to the Chamber Neighbors Podcast, where we connect the community and commerce. We are your hosts. This is Daniel Rendleman with Chapin Neighbors Magazine. And I'm Paul Sadler with the Greater Chapin Chamber of Commerce. During our show, we will highlight friends, education, nonprofit, events, businesses, government, and all the things that make Chapin an amazing place to live, work, play, and stay. Today, we welcome our very own police chief, Thomas Griffin. Morning, Chief. So good to have you uh, on our podcast this morning. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. So, Chief, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, and what you do. Yes, sir. Like I said, my name's Thomas Griffin. I'm from Chapin. Been here most of my life. Uh, my, my family has been here their entire lives. Uh, my, my middle name is Westinger. That comes from my mother's side of the family. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm part of the Westinger people throughout Chapin. Uh, my grandfather actually had the first brick house in Chapin. Wow. At, uh, on East Boundary Street right here in the town. Uh, just not a half mile from here. Hmm. Um, married to my wife, Jennifer, of 16 years. Uh, we have two boys, 10 and 13 years old. Uh, we live here in Chapin currently, uh, over by Chapin Middle School. Um, both my boys are involved in uh, District 5 in, in this area as well. Um, and, you know, been a part of the police force here since 2021, uh, started my law enforcement career, been in it 15 years now. And so I'm what, thankful. what made you want to enter into law enforcement? So prior to my, my, uh, work in police force, I was in the Marine Corps, went in the Marine Corps, uh, I attended Chapin high school, graduated there in 1999 and went directly into the Marine Corps, uh, went down to Paris Island in August of 1999 and talked about some hot times. It, it was. Were the sand nets um, bad? Like those, awful, awful. The sand nets yeah, are crazy. They're, yeah, they're so bad. And uh, But thankfully made it through boot camp, you know, became a Marine, got my Eagle Globe and Anchor, one of the greatest days of my life, to be honest, getting that place to my hand. Um, and continued to serve for those next four years. Um, and, and a lot of people don't know this, but the police force is a paramilitary force uh, when it comes to rank structure, when it comes to policies and procedures that are in place. They're very similar to the military. Um, and, and I knew once when I was leaving the military that I had a strong desire to become a police officer uh, to serve my community. And, that, and so that's the steps I took to get to that point in my career. So tell us a typical day as chief of police in the town of Chapin. Well, as you know, um, <laughs> like I said, Chapin is no longer a spot on the map. It's the spot on the map. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone's coming here. Uh, even pre-COVID, post-COVID, it's it's even, I, I mean, the amount of people, the influx of people that we've had in Chapin has just, has just expanded exponentially. Um, with that, you know, obviously comes a lot of work for us as officers comes a lot of work with us as a department. Um, our department is relatively small. We're only comprised of eight officers. That's mm-hmm. myself, um, a captain, and then we have four, or I'm sorry, six patrol officers. Um, so with that comes many hats. Um, I currently, you know, obviously I run the budgets of the department. Um, I'm currently running the training division of our department, uh, so I ensure that our officers are getting the appropriate training that they need. Um, uh, when we have big events, uh, I'm, our captain, he handles most of our investigation type uh, details. I assist with that as well. I currently serve as our public information officer as well. That's our social media presence or when we're out in the public. Uh, our community events, uh, we, we have Coffee with a Cop that we do on a monthly basis uh, with generations here in Chapin. Uh, that's something that I head up, uh, something I'm fortunate to be a part of. Mm. Uh, we also go out and speak to various groups uh, when they ask for us to come speak to them, whether it be about how to better safeguard their possessions, such as their house, their business, their vehicles. Uh, we speak to them about scam awareness as well. 
Um, and, and we and I know one of the bigger hot topic buttons as of late has been active shooter response. Mm-hmm. Um, and every one of our officers has been to training involving active shooter response. That's so unfortunate. Um, it, it is. Yeah. It's unfortunate that we're in a position in our society where we have to be prepared for that, but right. it's better to be prepared oh, yeah. than it is to be sitting back and waiting for it to occur. And that's um, a lot of lot of hats that you're wearing absolutely. to over, absolutely. oversee all of that and, and yes, make sir. it happen. And Chapin is a very safe Safe town, one of the safest in South Carolina. It is. It is. It is extremely safe. And that, that also more for the appeal of people to move here. Uh, you go and look at crime statistics and you pull up Chapin, they're relatively low, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I put that squarely on just having good people in Chapin. Absolutely. We do have some good people. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, it being a safe place to live. You know, we get phone calls here at Chamber almost daily for people wanting to, to come move here. And they ask about safety. And another one is they ask about schools. You know, they ask about how great our schools are. And, you know, they they talk about the high school. And, and you went to Chapin High School, and you yes, graduated sir. in 99. I did. And uh, we were walking through the halls uh, a couple of weeks ago, Chief, and uh, talking to some ROTC cadets. And your picture was on the wall. So might I, was, be a few I was surprised to, uh, <laughs> I was surprised to see that. So tell us what you were doing there at Chapin High School. Yes, yeah, so I did ROTC throughout my high school career. Um, also played football, wrestled, and did track. Also did band for the first ninth grade year until I couldn't make it work with football. That was so, very so you're doing football and played the band at the same yeah, time. It was difficult. Yeah, running at halftime back to the band, <laughs> that was hard. So we had to let one go. Um, but my time in ROTC was great. Um, that was under Colonel Slack and Senior Chief Cook. Um, they really were just huge mentors in my life. Um, and thankfully, my senior year, I was able to be the commanding officer of the ROTC unit. And we were fortunate enough to be selected, and we won a national championship with that. So it, it was great. That's uh, exciting. That's, you know, you are a true product of, of Chapin High School. And, and I'm sure some of those lessons that you learned within Chapin High School and the JROTC program led you to then the Marine Corps Absolutely. and then to the. Yeah police force and had a so, big impact on my life for sure absolutely and and we think of the the education here in chapin and in Lexington district five uh, the impact of the high schools and those those teachers and you you, you know several years later and you you are remembering the folks I that am, were there even even today when i get to walk through chapin high school you know i see some of the teachers that taught me um, oh, the, wow. There's a few of the coaches that are still there that coached me, mm-hmm. and you know I'm I, I'm hoping for the day when my children get to be coached by the same coach yeah. and taught by the same teachers I had, and, and it's exciting. That, that's what's great about Chapin is because people when they do come here or if they've been here forever they stay here, and it's great. It really is. And you mentioned your your military background and serving there, going to uh, to Paris Island that had a big impact. Of course, that's night and day difference from, from Chapin and what we, what we have Absolutely. here, but I'm sure that helped prepare you as well for oh, what, yeah. what happens. It is. So tell us about like myths that go on, because you think of police yeah. officers, people have different views, good, bad, and ugly. What What is something that um, people believe maybe that isn't true? Now, there's a few out there, but but one of the ones that kind of sticks out to me the most is quotas. People think that <laughs> police officers are on so a quota basis. It, it, that's it not true. Oh. Quotas, <laughs> quotas are illegal. They are not true. They, they, so they, someone did this sometimes. If they're illegal, if something's illegal, usually it's because <laughs> someone did it and they said, no, we shouldn't. That, that would be correct. That would be correct. But quotas are not legal in the state of South Carolina, and they're not enforced. So and what about commission? Do they make commission? No, sir. There is no commission when it comes uh, 10% to the, the off of every ticket put out 
Um, and like I said, I've said it before, but our officers don't get paid any more or any less for the amount of tickets they write. Um, they're really out there just trying to educate the public overall when it comes to traffic safety laws or even laws as they are in general. Um, one of the other you know, mo- known myths, I know there's a lot of TV shows out there right now as it pertains to law enforcement, because mm-hmm. why not? It's interesting, right? Right. But it's not always as exciting. It's not always as uh, <laughs> as exotic as it's made out to be on TV. There's a lot of paperwork involved that people fail to see. Yeah. And uh, so you may have those hot, high-speed chases. You may have those... Uh, there's certain instances that you respond to, but there's a lot of paperwork that follows that, I assure you. So, I'm traveling down Columbia Avenue. Captain Galinsky is behind me. For whatever reason, I'm going two, five miles over the speed limit. He pulls me over. Confession. This that hasn't happened. This is not a true. Oh, okay. This is this is not, okay. I thought you were telling us hypothetically. Hypothetically, the quotation marks. Hypothetically, what should I do? So you know, as a citizen being pulled over by a law enforcement officer, what should I do? Well, as a law enforcement officer, you know, I, there was a time before I was the police, and I've been pulled over by police. I've even been pulled over by police being a police officer. <laughs> so it's, it occurs, okay? Not, not everyone's perfect and we're well aware. You're like, hey, you're not getting your quota with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, but all I would say is just just realize the person coming up to your vehicle is really no different than you. Mm-hmm. Um, that They have a family just like you. Um, they're a person just like you. Um, any fears that you may be having, they may be having the same ones as they approach your vehicle. Mm-hmm. But all I would say is just to, to counteract really any of that is just roll down your window, just wait for them to approach um, when they do, they're more likely going to introduce themselves. I know I always have a spill that I go through. Um, good afternoon. My name is Thomas Griffin, Chief of Police, Chief of the Police Department. The reason I stopped you is this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Have you heard this before? <laughs> Paul has not. <laughs> <laughs> Chief Griffin. Yeah. No, so, I have not. So the officer is going to make the first comment. They're going to speak to you and tell you just what the Just stay calm. Just stay calm. Don't That's get it. out. Don't get out of your vehicle, no. Um, I know some people in the South, they do like to get out and start walking back. Well, what am I getting? Well, mm-hmm. And, and it, it does create a situation sometimes, but it's best to just remain in your vehicle. The officer's going to come up there. He's going to tell you the reason you were stopped, and he may ask you a few questions. He or she may ask you a few questions, but uh, but really, that's all it's going to be is a conversation. So okay. just try to remain calm. Just do what they ask of you, um, and that'll be it. I, I remember. This This is a true story. Um, several months ago, it was late at night, driving on Columbia Avenue, and there's some blue lights, and I'm wondering if they're going to pass me. Like, why are there blue lights behind me? <laughs> and sure enough, it was for me, the only car. And it, the officer was amazing, like professional and nice. And, it, you know, I, if, when I look back, you, you, no one is excited about being pulled over for no, speeding. No one. However, <laughs> when, when I think of that experience, I'm my thought is if, if people are in Chapin and they're pulled over for anything and they have that type of experience, it really shows the impact of what you've had and it also shows the culture of our community. Right. And that's there. It really does. I mean, it's it's rare that you don't leave a traffic stop and you have the person on the other end thanking you for stopping them. Who does that? Yeah. But, right. but it does. It's just because our officers, they operate in such a profession, professional capacity um, and it's just they know how to communicate with with people on the road. Yeah, I was to say that I was impressed after being pulled over for speeding is odd. Uh, so changing lanes. Speaking of speeding, changing lanes when you're not working. I, I don't know if you don't work, but I'm sure it's twenty four seven. It's twenty four seven. Yeah, absolutely. What's what's life? like when you're not working uh what are you doing just like everyone else you know the one term that i always use is we're busy i know everyone says that all the time we're busy and we're always on the go because we are but but that's everyone throughout 
the world, I would imagine. Right. Um, but but we have two young boys, uh, ten years old and thirteen year old. Uh, one's involved in club soccer, so that's a travel type soccer academy. So we're involved with going to his tournaments, his various practices. Um, our older son, he's involved in football with Chapin Middle School currently. Um, they're doing their spring workouts. He also goes, goes to the gym twice a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be starting up their summer workouts here before long. Um, but when it comes to shuttling kids back and forth to and fro, that's our life right now. Right. So, uh, but and I then feel like I'm in the same. Oh, position. you are. I'll tell you, any any parent within the Chapin area, that is your life right now. Exactly. And we're thankful for our time on the weekends when we're able to get away with family. Uh, maybe go on trips every now and then, and, and even those traveling soccer things. It creates, you know, you get to go out of town a little sure. bit and have fun. So. Yeah, those are. But, those but are it's always times. busy. It always is. But it, but it is really rewarding mm-hmm. though. So, Thomas, how can our listeners learn more about the police department here in Chapin? To learn more about us, if you go and Google Chapin Police Department, first thing that's going to pop up is our page. Um, that's going to give you the most up-to-date information on our department, uh, how to get a hold of us. Um, we also have a pretty okay social media presence right now in the Facebook world. <laughs> yeah. um, I know there are different avenues of social media, um, but right now the one that we are focused on and the one that we're able to get reach the most viewers or the most listeners or anyone that may be interested is through Facebook. So, so I would suggest you go to Facebook, uh, find the Chapin Police Department page and follow follow our page just to stay up to date. Is, is there one thing you wish people knew about the, the force here in Chapin? In Chapin, the, the one thing that I, I, I wish people knew, and, and I think they do, but, but it may have come and gone with time, um, but our department, even though we are small, we operate on the 24-7, 365 days a year. Wow. Um, so when it's 2 a.m. and you're getting up for a glass of water or something like that or go to the bathroom, there's an officer in shape and patrolling the streets. Mm. Um, when it's Saturday, you know, 10 a.m., you're out on the lake, you know, having a great time with your family, there's an officer in shape and patrolling the streets. Um, so our officers are always out here in the town of Chapin ensuring that the town is safe and ensuring that they provide the best services to our citizens and our visitors. It's such a peace of mind to know that we have that sort of response and, and you know, having having your officers out here 24-7 is definitely reassuring for our community, for our business owners, for our citizens mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I'll tell you, I mean, our officers, not that it's a requirement to work with the Chapin Police Department, but every one of our current officers lives within the Chapin area. Every one that? of them. And I don't think it'd be hard to find a police department that operates mm-hmm. in that same manner. Mm-hmm. Um, so having our officers live in this area, their, their children go to these schools, their, they, their loved ones frequent our businesses. Um, it just gives a lot more passion, a lot more ownership right. uh, when it comes to our officers and how much they care for us. Well, I was telling you too, it, it gives a peace of mind, right? So, I mean, I have one of your one of your fellow officers that live in my neighborhood, right. and uh, it's just so great uh, to have that peace of mind to see him. You know, he's not patrolling because it's not in the town of Chapin, right, but right. to see him, you know, drive through it's, it's, it's it yeah. is. And they're invested in the community. You are. So, I mean, you'll see us out in. Public. You'll see us right. out of the food line right. or the Lowe's Foods. Right. I mean, you'll see us in regular civilian gear yeah. um, because we, we're out there every day. We, we live because the same lives eat, just as everyone you stay else. Yeah. And you play yeah. here. Absolutely. Absolutely. We appreciate all that you and the force does for the community. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the, with the neighborhood? Uh, one thing that I just I, I would really like to share is that just the appreciation of the general public. I'm telling you, there's not uh, there's not a a time I can be walking through a grocery store, stepping out at a gas pump that I don't have someone come up to me, stop me, and thank me for my service. Um, and it's a truly heartfelt appreciation that we have from the community. Um, our officers see it on a daily basis. Um, they're stopped 
constantly it yeah. seems just to be told thank you for what you do that's um, and, and that's what they need that's what we need as a as an organization that's what we need as a career field um, it's just the appreciation shown by the citizens is amazing it is so Chief Griffin thank you so much for for talking with Daniel and I and, and on behalf of the the Greater Chapin Chamber of Commerce and uh, on behalf of Chapin Neighbors man we appreciate all that you do all your officers do to keep uh, the greater Chapin area community safe. And so thank you. Absolutely. Much. Thank y'all for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us. This has been the Chamber Neighbors Podcast, where we highlight all that makes our community special. We hope you've enjoyed this time together and we'll subscribe and share these episodes. Till next time, neighbors. <laughs>